Welcome back to Phone Booth Cold Calls with Jen. Let's take another caller. Hi. Hi. Who are you? <laughs> That's like, whoa, we're starting off. Yeah, like, what's your name? I guess I could ask you that question. My name's Alyssa. Well, hello, I'm Jen. Um, I'm 26 years old. Damn, you're old. I've uh, lived in Boise, Idaho, or Meridian, Idaho, whatever you want to call it, for about 20 years of my life. Maybe less. I don't know. I moved around a lot. Went to college in a different state. Cool. Just spent three years in Kansas. Um, yeah. Awesome. What's your deepest, darkest secret? Oh, <laughs> get there already. I love it. Uh, I don't think I, I, I got to sit on that one. We probably got to lead up to that. Oh, lame. Okay. That's a, that's a deep question. Yeah, like, why'd you move around so much? Like, who are you? Um, Where are you from? Mars so Day? I'm originally, I was originally born um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Cool. It's where my family's from or my parents met. Awesome. Um, at six years old. I moved to Boise, Idaho for my dad's job, and it was probably the what best. What does your dad do? He works for Southwest Airlines. Cool. So do you get, like, free flights and shit? I did, Cut. up to an age, but <laughs> now I don't. Do your friends and coworkers get We get free friends flights? and family passes, Damn but that's it, and those are standby passes, so it's, like, not super exciting. Like, yeah. either you get on or you don't, and uh. then you got to wait for the next one, so. Hmm. Cool. But, yeah, uh, this is the best move we can make for our family, and we've been here ever since. Um, after high school, that's where I decided I was like, I don't really want to stay in Boise and I wanted to kind of branch out and figure out like a next move for me. Cause I grew up with these people. I kind of wanted a different vibe. So I went to college at the university of South Dakota, my freshman year. What was the vibe missing? Like, what were you missing in the people around here? I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, I just wanted something different. I grew up with these same people, um, I already knew everything about them, but I wanted like to broaden my horizons. I wanted to live somewhere that made me comfortable. Like I'm not a super city girl and I felt like Boise was like turning into a city slowly but surely. Boise? Yeah. Damn. When I was growing up, like I feel like we my are very high school small was surrounded town. by cornfields. Yeah. And I was ready for you thought smaller. That was too city. <laughs> I was ready for smaller. Smaller? Yeah. Oh my gosh, where'd you go? Um so Fagerman? I went to just kidding. I went to the University of South Dakota in Vermilion, South Dakota. Well, that makes sense. Which is um, approximately, uh, gosh, I don't even know how many people live there. Like, the school was 14,000 people. Oh. It was very small. Yeah. How far is that from Sturges? Uh, it's pretty far. Did you get rowdy at the rally? I've wanted to go ever since. Like, because my dad's <laughs> from South Dakota originally. So, yeah. fun fact. My dad is actually from not from South Dakota. He's from a small town in Crofton, Nebraska, which is 14 miles outside of South Dakota. Then he moved to Albuquerque. But um, that's where he went to school. And so I wanted to follow my dad's footsteps. And that's kind of what brings me to the next point. I wanted to do a sport in college. And the only sport that I had an opportunity was track and field. And that's where my dad ran track. And that's the only school that offered what me anything. What were your stats? Do you have stats? I mean, and field? I don't know. My senior I'm not year, I was eighth in state. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. In my senior year, I was eighth in the state of Idaho. Um, so that's kind of what led me to going to my next destination. Cool. And how I got found, like, is pretty, pretty crazy. But there, there are things that go along with it. So tell us all about it. 
so yeah i'll just kind of tell a little bit of a backstory but well we can go deeper eventually but right now i'll just give you kind of the gist um so yeah went to school at the university of south dakota ran track there um for my freshman year and i was a hundred and four hundred hurdler my coach there always told me like you're not really built for the hundred you're more built for an endurance race so the 400 so I didn't really pay more attention to my 400 because I really wanted to focus on my hundred because he said I was already naturally built for the 400 hurdles and I wanted to like build it for the hundred so I did as much as I could to get there I was very fatigued um we were I was always lifting and so it made my muscles really sore and when it came to my first race I ended up tearing my hamstring so I kind of ended my career that way and then I moved back to Boise um and a lot happened when I moved back to Boise I joined a sorority um I left athletics and I thought athletics was my entire life and ended up getting back into it became a marketing intern for Boise State Athletics and After that, I graduated with a degree in communications and a leadership certificate after then moved to Kansas, got a job out of college at the University of, or not the University of Kansas, oh my god, don't say that, Um, (laughs) at K-State and um, worked there for three years as a fan experience assistant. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, like, if you had your dream job, what would it be? My dream job, it still will forever be it, but even though I'm not, like, in athletics anymore, my dream job, I'm a big baseball fan, so, and college baseball is, like, my absolute favorite, so producing a college World Series it, at Omaha, so. Freaking cool. You know, I asked fun. you that in your interview. Yeah, you did. Ask yeah, and then, that. like, afterwards, I was like, man, she's going to go for that, and she's not going to, like, want to work with me for long. No. Nah. And everybody was like, Jen, you're fucking crazy. And I was. I am. You know? <laughs> you're here to stay. Um, cool. So, like, inquiring minds want to know, Alyssa, are you single? I am single. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to mingle? Not mingling. I, mingling? I don't know. I like it I when know. you mingle. It's fun. I just want to set you up with all the people I know. I know. Um, I don't really know what my dating life holds right now. Um, I'm still trying to focus on myself and kind of grow it's a very from PC there. Answer. Love it. What are you looking for? Well, like I said, I'm just kind of focusing on myself because I've been through a lot and I'm still trying to love myself before. And I know it's more important to love yourself before you can love anyone else so that is always the first step yeah I feel like and yeah. I've I've struggled with that so that's kind of what led me has a little backstory too um give me the backstory so um in high school I was kind of bullied so rude that's why that's another reason why I wanted to get out of Boise um in high school I was bullied a lot of girls didn't like me I was friends with all guys and the girls didn't like it um so they spread nasty rumors about me oh um and then that's kind of what's triggered a depression in me but I didn't really know that there was like a depression in me until I got injured and I didn't have anything to fall back on like athletics was my life yeah um 
with that injury came painkillers because I had to, I was in pain. Um, with, yeah, so I ended up becoming addicted to painkillers. Oh, shit. And on top of that, I had depression. Um, when I moved back to Boise, things just got worse and went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. And one day, I woke up in a hospital bed. And my life changed from there. I spent two weeks trying to get clean and I saw a counselor and everything like that. Um, after that, I became two years sober. Congratulations. Of anything. And then I've slowly like been able to just like casually drink and have fun with friends. But it took me a long time to even get there to like be okay and know that this is not what I need to rely on and I talk to everybody and I'm super open about it um I have a tattoo on my wrist the semicolon tattoo so if you've ever heard of that project the semicolon project Mm -hmm. um that's kind of what made me me and what I'm still trying to figure out how to like love myself and put myself before others sometimes and I'm really bad at that Mm -hmm. I usually put others before myself and because I want everybody else around me to be happy before myself. So Well, holy shit, girl. I'm yeah. proud of you. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage. Yeah, you it probably didn't know that about me, did to you? to talk about it. It takes a lot of courage to do it. I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, you probably didn't know that about me, did you? No, but I wouldn't have pride. It's not like you like, <laughs> advertise it. Did you tattoo it on your forehead? How would I know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know. But, like, some people, when they see your tattoo, they're like, oh, what's, what's your story? No, I don't do that with tattoos. Yeah. I feel like... If someone wants to tell me their story, then I'm cool with it. I love mm. knowing it. I love knowing all the tea. But, yeah. like, I won't, like, pry into your life unless you invite me in. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me in. So now that of I'm course. here. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> now that you're in my life, you're deep into my life. Yeah. No, I I love when addicts or recovering addicts talk about their journey. Because I think it. I'm really passionate about this. My, my family has addicts in it and alcoholics and depression and all, all the above. Yeah. Like, yeah, we could go on a whole tangent. But I truly believe, like, the reason it's so taboo is nobody talks about it. Yeah. Like, I have yet to come across somebody where I've opened up about my story and things that have happened in my life regarding addiction and things like that that hasn't been like, oh, man, my cousin you know, my cousin's a heroin addict or my uncle's an alcoholic or I am a recovering addict. Like there's, mm-hmm. I've yet to come across somebody that hasn't said that. And I feel like if people would just talk about it more and be more open about it, maybe people would get help sooner, you know, mm-hmm. cause there's so much shame yeah. involved in it. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. I get why there would be shame, but at the same time, it's like everyone goes through mm-hmm. pass in this journey. Yep. Everyone goes through something. You know, and if you don't, then you're not living. Exactly. It's the truth. And so sharing that is just going to connect mm-hmm. you to people. I yeah. think it's amazing. And I'm really proud of you. Not thank to sound you, thank condescending you. at all, but I'm really <laughs> freaking proud of you. And I'm very proud of myself, too. That. It's been, what, seven years, eight years coming up? Holy it's Labor cow. Day. Labor Day weekend. <sighs> That's when you, like, officially mm-hmm. locked it well, in. Well, Labor Day is. That's coming up, isn't it? My, yeah. Next week will be my eight-year anniversary since I woke up in a hospital, so. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I won't get you a chip, because I don't feel like that's (laughs) the right one. No, no, no. I don't need need anything like that. I'm going to, like, give you a big old freaking hug. It's cool. (laughs) It's freaking cool. Like, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's 
it's been a process and still a growing process every day. It's always a new day. What do they say? One day at a time or yeah. one step at a time yeah. or something like that? One day at a time. Yeah. But there are day there are good days and there are bad days. What's been like your best takeaway from sobriety or like recovery? Um, I don't even know, gosh. Uh there's been so many great things to happen from it. I've I think my number one thing is I've grown super close with my parents. Like oh, I love that. Especially my mom. My mom and I never got along in high school or like growing up. Like I always, we were always bickering at each other. But ever since my mom and I have become best friends, I can tell her about anything. And I can talk to my dad about how I'm feeling, um, if it's a good day or a bad day. And just being able to be very open about how I'm feeling now. Because I used to obviously like keep it in. I never, my parents never knew. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends never knew, like, this is how I was feeling. Um, Never knew what was going on in my life because I was never open about it. But now I literally tell them everything. Good day, bad day. I love that. My relationships with my friends have grown. They probably changed, too. Sometimes, like, at first they were, like, when everything first happened, they are like, I feel like I have to walk on eggshells with you. And I was, like, because I was, like, always moody and I didn't know. Um, But now they're, like... They know when I'm having a good day and they know what to do. Um, They know to give me space. They know to not give me space when I probably shouldn't need space. Like Mm -hmm. they will make sure I'm always comforted, which is really awesome. That's so So, cool. Yeah. Yeah, You kind of found like a little tribe. Yep. Yeah. They've been in my life for God knows how long. And even if we aren't super close, like, or like live close to each other, we still stay in contact and whatnot so it's really nice that is so amazing i love that forever lifelong friends cool you guys should get necklaces or like bracelets or something oh my gosh charm bracelets i'm gonna get a tattoo oh i'm a tattoo girl i'm a tattoo girl i think that's what i become addicted to that's my new addiction is tattoos i love tattoos i don't know if that's a bad addiction one of our members no money (laughs) one of our members actually got me in touch with the tattoo artist because i got like the traditional really like trashy tramp stamp Mm -hmm. when i was 17 (laughs) i won't show it to you because it's just terrible but it's a little butterfly and then the one you're covering suns on each side (laughs) so ugly it's the only tattoo i regret but one of our members actually got me in touch with this new tattoo artist i just did a consult so i'm doing a huge uh silver lotus have you seen the new silver tattoos no they're freaking cool silver tattoos silver yeah it's almost like the invisible tattoos that i was never a fan of like the white no what's the point of an invisible tattoo like what is the point of it i don't understand i don't either we're like (laughs) are there such thing as black light tattoos is that like the white tattoo i don't know but there's i mean there's like paint you can put on you that's black light like glows in the dark i don't know i mean (laughs) why the fuck do you need a black light tattoo like who's gonna be awake at night to see it Oh, are you thinking sex? <laughs> you dirty, dirty you duck. <laughs> well, anyways, you could get a, oh my God, you should get like a black light tattoo, like something fierce on your lower back to just surprise them. <laughs> like, I want to say like you insert that's here, your but next, that's not appropriate. That's, that's your next move. <laughs> oh, not mine. I want you to do it. <laughs> Why me? I don't, Cause I only have one more action than me. We all know. Am it. I cool. though? Yeah. I, I'm taking yeah. a break from boys right now. Well, you're taking a break from relationships. Let's yeah, this be is real here on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's okay. I'll take you. I know I'll take you're you trying. Out and about. <laughs> I am trying. I just think you're adorable, and I just want to match you up. <laughs> I know this who is what you want to match me up with. Well, 
the jury's still out. I have some suggestions. Will you ask him next? Listen, <laughs> I'm not going to drop names, but you know who you are. You know, it's cool. It's cool. I've already talked to them. They're already on the path. Shut up. You Can't have not. <laughs> don't, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> God, now that I know this, oh my I'm lord. Be like looking around like, what is she up to? I'm going to be like, you should edge. always be looking around thinking, what is Jen up to? Because I'm always up to something. Oh, good. Every moment of every it day. scares me. Kind of scares me. It's like my me. non-ADD, ADD mind. I can't have it rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool enough to have ADD. I just like feel like I do. All right. Does everybody have that? I, I hope everybody I, has I feel that. like everybody has some sort of it. Yeah. You may not be diagnosed, but. But right, everybody has something. Like yeah. you are, you are diagnosed something no matter who you are yeah. or where you're at. Yep. My right. 10-year-old niece has probably diagnosed something. I just don't know what it is. This brings me to you. I don't want to I want to get to know me. you. I'm enjoying my conversation about you. We can't just talk about me this we entire can. episode. We sure can. Yeah. So then <laughs> when are we going to talk about you? So we got to get no, to know I, you. I have a couple more questions Kay. for you. Kay. Okay. So after the addiction, after all that stuff. So where were you when you were in the hospital? Like where were you when all that happened? Uh, I was just coming back to Boise it was maybe two weeks three no not even two weeks like two months since I've been back in Boise and I had just moved into a brand new apartment with friends and I think that's kind of where things exploded a little bit yeah and I didn't even know how to control it it was like the first of like party phase with friends and yeah everything and just a whole bunch of mixed emotions and just kind of coming back to a place that I thought after being away for a year and then coming back I thought it would be okay like yeah I thought it'd be a, a whole Newer new fresh start yeah yeah because you changed yeah but. but that's where I was at like just I basically was starting my freshman year all over again at Boise State so I felt like a freshman again but it wasn't a good did you freshman gain 15 start. i probably did God, honestly i had that freshman 15 i gained it and never went back i probably did but yeah. i know i didn't gain it when i was in south dakota because i was an athlete i was working that's hard that's true i think that's where i went bad i didn't really take athletics seriously like ever oh i did i, I remember literally i got in trouble lived. in kickball or something i was in the outfield dancing and the coach yeah. made me sit down and never put me back out there I literally lived on the track or on the soccer field. I was also playing with grass. Like, <laughs> do you ever split the grass hair? Like, oh what yeah, they when you're it? like rubbing it so hard. Yeah, <laughs> and I just thought it was so interesting the way it just like popped off. Oh my and god. And then yeah, I mean, I definitely missed the ball a couple times. <laughs> Didn't really even see it move. You would. I wasn't made for athletics, but I feel like I should have done them. I should have done yeah. them. There's so like there's consistency in it. it teaches you a lot. It's it does. Like, good for you it does. as a child. It does. I wonder if it works as an adult. Would it teach me <laughs> reliability and consistency, do you think? Working out would, like we a gym. We should do a softball team. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to join a beer league. A, a beer, beer league, league softball team. I don't know if I support this after our discussion. It's <laughs> where you drink beer Just and play me. softball. I would love to drink <laughs> beer and play softball. Like what? I think you can't fun. tell me it's not an amazing idea. I think it's an amazing idea. I think we should do like a I feel like, like a, a lot of people one. in the office would totally do it heck yeah speaking of you work with me yes i do here at kiln in meridian yes you're killing it how long you've only been is this your second week 
Third week. Third week. Oh Midway my through my third week. Yeah, I'm proud of you. And you're already you already know me this deep. Like it's crazy. Yeah. We are <laughs> friends ish. Friends ish. <laughs> Ouch. I would like to no, think we're, we're friends, better than like, that. We're friends, like I mean, technically I'm your supervisor, but, but so there has to be like that boundary. Wink wink. Wink wink. I have to say that because we're at the office. But outside of the office, we'll just do whatever we want. It'll be a good time. It'll be yeah. great. We can separate our work and outside social life. Yeah. Boundaries are good, but they're they're very limiting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Of course. I appreciate it. Yeah. Do you have I'm any sure other questions? We'll, like, have I'm sure more you questions. do. <laughs> I do. I do. But I, enough about me. It's time for you. Well, okay. Yeah. What do you want to know? Everything, just like you did with me. <laughs> My name what is, is Jen. Well, yeah. I'm a Leo. Oh, I enjoy oh. sunsets and long walks to the buffet line. The buffet line. <laughs> I have a dog named Kai, who's my whole entire life. I just oh. love him more than anything in the world. He's like I forgot a we're giant, dog people. Fluffy cuddle bug. Yes, we are dog people here. We are dog moms. Dog moms. Dog forgot moms. about that. My baby Jackson. Yeah, we just love our dogs. Like I spend most of my time with my dog because mm-hmm. he's the only quote unquote person I like. Is there a reason just why you kidding. got a dog? Oh yeah, so. My tragic story, um, no, I'm kidding. My beautiful, beautiful story is uh, I grew up in um, a very stable house, but Mm -hmm. then a very chaotic house at times Yeah, with addiction and alcoholism. And then um, a few years after that, my stepdad came into my life, who's this amazing person who's just super structured, super kind. I really admire him. Um, and he and my mom were together for, I think, 18 years before uh-huh. she passed away. She ended up getting cervical and uterine cancer. And uh, my stepdad and I took care of her through death with the help of my family mm-hmm. and my sister and my brother. Um, so she passed away in 2014. And I ended up going, I always had depression issues um, off and on in my life. Yeah. I tried medication, but it made me suicidal. Yeah. Medication uh, it just is, doesn't work for me, you know. Honestly, it. I don't. Medication, depression medication isn't really a plus for most people. No, and I think that the confusion is most depression medication is not supposed to be a long-term fix. Yes. It's supposed to help you stabilize so that you can create healthy habits mm-hmm. and then grow into your own more stabilized yep. person Correct. as you grow. And then you get off the medication, but people mm-hmm. don't do that and they don't like dedicate to it. And so they stay on the medication too long. Well, when you stay on a medication too long, you build a tolerance. Mm-hmm. And then you need more and more and more. And it just doesn't work. It's like a really repetitive, vicious cycle. But for me, immediately, the medication, the mood stabilizers and stuff just made me feel robotic. Mm -hmm. And I felt very depressed, very suicidal. So I just stopped taking them, which (laughs) you should not just stop taking, by the way. (laughs) No, you you can't. You have to to gradually ease yourself out of it. You go batshit fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I went batshit fucking crazy. I honestly (laughs) never took depression medication. Like I refused because I didn't like... Yeah. The sense of taking a pill. Yeah. So. But anyway, so after she passed away, um, which was terrible. I mean, it took me a really long time to understand that she had cancer, but she actually starved to death because she could not intake or yeah. release food from her body. So watching that is very, it's not a, it's not pleasant. It's very horrific. And it, and it does something to you. But. My nose is so stuffy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, about a year after that, I moved back out of my mom and stepdad's house and well that was about six months after she died in June I moved out in February 
And then um, a year after that, I was really struggling. I actually started doing ecstasy in Molly quite oh, a bit. Wow. And I had to force myself to stop because um, it's an upper and I was very depressed. Um, and so um, about a year after that, I was just in a bad place. And my brother and my sister and my dad, my dad's wonderful. My brother's wonderful. My sisters, they're all wonderful. I love them. Mm-hmm. They all have issues, but so do I. Yes. Um I went over to my dad's house right before Thanksgiving, I think it was, and my brother like walked out with this bundle under his arm, this little tiny fluff ball. And I was like, oh my God, whose dog is that? And yeah. they were like, it's yours. And I just instantly, I started crying. <laughs> it was ridiculous, oh, sobbing. Man. And I was so scared. I was so scared. Yeah. I'd never had a dog before. And so I took it home, Kai it him home and I was really scared and we just kind of fluffed around and played around and then the next day I took him to work with me and I called my dad in the middle of the day having a full-on mental breakdown oh no full-on like ugly crying like (laughs) I looked like Gollum from the Lord of the Rings just like (laughs) like I couldn't handle it and I was like I'm gonna kill this dog this dog is gonna die like I can't have human or life things around me it's too bad (laughs) and he's he's just like Jen you gotta calm down like you can do this and I was like I love him so much but if he stays with me he'll die oh my god I just like associated that yeah I was like man I kill things like things die around me I do love murder but I haven't actually (laughs) killed anything personally you know um (laughs) love murder isn't like serial killers and research but anyway so he went and got me like a a bed and some toys and some treats and a book to read and Mm -hmm. I just started working with his dog and I found that like having someone someone to take care of and something to focus on like that really was helpful for me like it was really like it made me want to get out of bed in the morning Mm -hmm. you know and it It made me go outside and get Mm -hmm. sunlight and it made me when I'm feeding him I'm eating because I'm like oh I better eat something yeah so it was like, it was just that consistency because that, that little soul is looking at you going, get your ass out of bed. You fucking lazy ass, like yeah. get up. Yeah. And, um, it just, it turned my life around completely. Um, I went through research on Buddhism's, uh, philosophies, meditations, things like yeah. that. And I do that to stay sane every yeah. single day. Would and you, that has been the only thing that has ever helped me with my depression. Would you say your dog has a almost become your reason to live I wouldn't say reason to live I think for a while there yeah yeah I do um I think what it did is it got me out of the headspace where I needed a reason outside of Mm -hmm. myself to live yeah and I think that's the truth so I it's not that I live for Kai I do live for Kai like I love him and he's my heart and soul. Yeah. I tell him he's my heart and soul before I leave every single day. <laughs> if someone They're tried basically to hurt your him, child. I would like, I would, I would kill for him. I love oh, him. Oh, literally um, same. But for a while there, when I was in a bad space, he definitely was my reason to live. He was my reason to get up yeah. every day and go to work and afford his food and do things. But eventually what it taught me is that I'm my reason to live mm-hmm. and I deserve to love exactly. myself. I deserve to have love. And I deserve to treat my body and my heart and my soul with compassion. Yep. And it was a hard lesson to learn, but so, it was something to get me to that point. Yeah. Now, So now he's just like your companion. He's your adventure buddy. He's, he's still like my heart everything. and soul. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's literally me and Jax. Like when I got Jax, Jax was a good way for me to like go back to focusing on things I enjoyed doing growing up. And um, then he just kind of became like my person basically yeah like he became 
my, the person I would gossip to if oh I was gosh. having a bad day. Like if I my dog the could shit, talk. I was like, uh, if my dog <laughs> could talk, the shit would, that would come out of his mouth would be like, bitch, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, like if, if Kai could talk, I mean, he knows all my secrets. He knows all probably yeah. all your secrets. Like he'll know this whole conversation. <laughs> I mean, along with anybody else that listens to it. Oh, but, yeah. He's seen yeah. me on my worst days. He's seen me on my best days. Yeah. I mean, he's I also seen me when I've be been angry as hell at him. Alyssa, <laughs> is this the reason that we're single? Probably. I get all my needs met by my dog. Well, no, whoa. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Maybe what? not all my needs. Maybe not all my needs. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. Like, I get all the love. Like, all the, the love nurturing that I need. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Not the physical aspect. Disclaimer. Sometimes the cuddling, that's a physical Whoa, don't aspect. Say sometimes when I say that, what is a, wrong with you? A phys- physical aspect would be I, cuddling. Like a I cuddle, cuddle my dog. dog. Yeah. My dog is 78 pounds of fluff and hair. And it's fun to cuddle. I mean, it's fun, but he tends to like to jump onto my recliner while I'm on it and just take over my entire body. Uh, Just, and I'm talking head, everything. I will show you some pictures. It is ridiculous. Jackson curls up in like a donut. Taller than me when he stands up. So I want you you to picture this. You are little. I do have to tell you that my recliner is miniature size. Oh god! But it was an accident. I ordered it from Wayfair. I wanted a rocking. Well, that's your first issue, right? Never buy anything from there. I wanted a rocking recliner. It shows up, and it's for like a toddler, not a toddler. It's like a mid-sized person. What are those called? (laughs) Junior high kids. A mid-sized person. I don't know what they're called. Like, <laughs> adolescent? Okay. Oh, Lord. Anyways, so I put it together, and I go to sit in it, and when I recline, it only goes to my knees. Like, when you recline it. So and so my la- like my feet hang off. But it's still super comfortable. But I want you to picture this. I'm reclined in this miniature chair with my giant body, and then my dog's giant body on top of my giant body on the miniature chair. And that is how we watch TV, especially when we watch Southern Charm. He loves it. And you can't, and you feel so guilty when they're asleep and you can't get up. I won't move. Nope. nope, nope. Even if you have to go to the bathroom really, 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 It's also, if I'm ever late to work, Kai's why. That's the reason. Thousand percent. Nope. Same. Yeah. Same. It's because he wouldn't go outside and I needed him to go outside. Right? Yep. Don't you hate it when they're stubborn like that? Yeah. So I've just turned into that person. I don't care about my AC bill. And I just leave that door open. Girl, I've never cared about my AC bill. My yeah. God, I love AC. I keep my, I have a screen door, like a Velcro screen door. That What's your favorite season? Thing. Fall. Me too. Oh, wait, fall. we discussed yes. this in the interview. I'm a big fall girl. Oh I gosh. love wearing fall outfits. That's why I've been wearing flannels every single day yep. because I'm ready. It's September next week. Don't you have that fall feeling going on? I've had that fall feeling ever since after my birthday. Okay, well, I haven't done that. That's insane. But I definitely feel like fall is like around the corner. I've even watched a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, once my or two. birthday happens, I'm like, I'm over the summer weather. Give me fall. Give mm-hmm. me football. Give me leaves. Postseason <laughs> baseball. Halloween. <laughs> ah. Oh my gosh, we are so decking it out for Halloween. I love Halloween. Ha- Halloween's not like my big, big thing i just love fall i love pumpkins i love fall leaves i love the smell oh sweater weather are you like one of those generic basic bitches that get pumpkin spice no i hate pumpkin spice lattes that's good i think those are disgusting i'm not a cinnamon flavor person i hate a pumpkin person i don't even like pumpkin pie oh i love pumpkin pie but i hate pumpkin spice lattes Mm. i think they're disgusting and i don't think they're good i don't understand but i'm also basic at the same time the like psychoticness about it like i don't get it yeah, girls, white girls go crazy. 
Black girls go crazy. I feel like that was like a song. Like we should insert that into that Shoop song. Like Shoop, Shoop. It's like Red what? Crazy. All girls go crazy. What yeah. Is, what is that freaking song? No oh, hell, I know. Black. God, wait, what give is me some more. Song? Come on, give me some more. I'm trying to think of it, but I'm like, all I got was ooh, ah. Oh. Uh, girls go crazy. You know when you <sighs> did that ooh ah, you know what I thought of? You're not even know the song. Oh, I knew. Oh, no, that's Uga, not what Uga, I thought Uga, of. Chaka. I can't. Stop I thought of this feeling. I'll be honest. You know when I said ooh ah, I thought of uh. God, what is it? Remember the Titans when they go, ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. This definitely uh, is our personality. I'm like 80s rock. You're like a football team. Literally. Yeah. Give me all football. Give me all the sports. Come on. I'm a sports I girl. I that makes sense for you. I I'm like a sports it. girl. I can be a very girly girl. I can dress very girly. But deep down, if I were a boy, I'd be a hot ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I did just say that. Do you have that filter? What is that filter on like Snapchat yes, or whatever? That has the tattoos. Yeah. Oh, where's my no, phone? No, don't show me. Hold they on. can't see your phone. We can't no, do this. No, but they like we can phone. talk about it and we can just no, see. No, I yeah. mean, I'm not going to look no, at your hotness you look as a at boy. No. I don't know how I'll handle it. You just it. pull the filter on. Gosh, where is it at? Right here. This is me. Yes, I see you. Look they cannot that. see you. This is not a good practice. Look at that. Ooh. Ooh. Look oh my gosh! Hair. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. That's a sexy ass man. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, that was a tangent. I feel like I look like my brother when I put that on. I don't think my brother's hot, but that's maybe because he's my brother. Kim, yeah. I don't think like that's a. I thing. don't think about my brothers like that. Right? You can't think it's of it. Weird. Like at all, I remember growing up, my friends were like, "Oh my god, your brothers are so hot," and I was like, "It's what? just like when people tell me I look like my brothers." I'm you like, know what I think it is? So I look like a man. I think it's because I knew his hygiene habits, and I he farted all the time. Uh, yeah, my brothers barely shower because they're yeah. in the military. So it's like hard <laughs> to see a guy like that as like super attractive, like yeah. related and stuff. Like, even if I was on a dating thing and they were like, "I fart a lot," I would first of all I'd high five them because I'm a dude. Yeah, but like I don't think I'd be like super attracted to him. Uh, yeah, I got two military brothers, and so showering yeah. was not a necessity when they were deployed. Yeah. So they just become hobos and they stank all the time. <laughs> Ugh. Wait, so how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two older brothers and a sister-in-law. Nice. Yeah. Do My you oldest... like your sister-in-law? No. What? <laughs> no. I can't believe you said that on record. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm kidding. Um, we go back and forth. Like, she's just different, if that makes any sense. Like, her and I just like. And that's bad? Well, she, she's just like, it's not bad that we're different. It's just like, we have nothing in common to talk about. And she's always like trying to almost be the center of attention and always having to have a place to talk. And uh-huh. she doesn't need to talk every single time, if that makes sense. And so I Is just get very annoyed. she draws the attention away from you? Are you the youngest? No, I am the youngest. <gasps> but there it is. <laughs> but it's not that. Like, I could care less about having the attention, but... She treats me like I'm an animal in a petting zoo whenever I'm at my house. She and pets you? She, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I feel like I'm an animal in a petting zoo <laughs> that just, like, is always being bombarded with questions or something. I don't know if that's the right analogy for that. No, because, like, you know how when you're an animal in a petting zoo, everybody's, like, trying to pet you? Oh, uh, so I'm, like, like always poking being, at you. Yes, I'm always, yeah. She's that. just trying to connect with you. But like we have Maybe nothing in you common. should do like a toddler and give her an activity. Well, here's the other thing. She lives in my parents' house for a rent-free 
doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Quits every job she Isn't tries to Isn't that kind of your brother's problem? My brother doesn't do anything. She steals all of his money. And even I can't though believe he you're doesn't get all on a podcast. You know they're going to listen to this. She she will not. She will not. <laughs> no. Your brother might. My no, my brother's deployed. <laughs> oh, nope, he will. <laughs> my brother's deployed. What branch in the military are they? He's National Guard. Cool. Army National Guard. But I don't know what that means. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, Army I don't National Guard. I thought they were two separate things. So there's different so there's like <laughs> Honestly, you're asking the wrong person. I don't. Know I know, about right? Military. I don't feel like anybody really knows unless I never in tried it. to di- di- like deep dive into it because I will literally get confused. Like I don't even know what my brother's rankings were. Oh, the rankings drive me nuts. Yeah, I'm like I'm, my stepdad has tried to explain this to me so many times, and I'm literally I don't like it. a platoon is a what? Like where? Yep. I don't understand. My oldest brother was. A sergeant in the infantry and when you hear sergeant you think that's like oh that's a high guy no nope. i think that's how like a regular dude right it, like, yep. yeah yep I'm what's like, the high oh. guy called Sar- general <laughs> general i don't know i just yeah. watched the last samurai i could be confusing myself but yeah well that's interesting so you're mm. military family yes we are military family i'm yeah. not well i guess i don't know i have family members that were yeah. in the military but we didn't like move around Oh, yeah. See, we never moved around because it was just my brother's. Like, my dad was never in it. Gotcha. My oldest brother, though, he's only my half-brother. His stepdad, or his dad, not his stepdad, his stepdad is my dad. Um, <laughs> His real dad was Air Force, and they moved around. So, he actually lived in Germany with my mom. So, my mom. That would be so cool. My mom and my brother lived in Germany for two years while his dad was stationed there. Have you ever traveled overseas? I've never been out of the country. Oh my god, you gotta go! You gotta go. The beachiest place I've ever been was California. I do love California. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to go to the. Um, I'm gonna say this wrong. Amalfi Coast. Oh uh, yeah, I don't even know where that's at. Italy, France, Italy. I will say. <laughs> I should. I know. already have my honeymoon pl- planned out. Like you have your honeymoon planned. Yeah. Planned? Yeah. Where? Tell me about your honeymoon. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even have a boyfriend, but I already know where I'm going for my honeymoon, and where? he's gonna go whether he likes it or not. Sounds like a very secure and even. I want to go to know, Capri. Collaborative marriage there. I want to go to Capri. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, and tour all of like Greece. Greece would be so fun. Like especially Athens. Like I really want to check it out. Yeah. My Are you kind of a history person? Do you love like history when you travel? I like to Greek, California. I'm a Greek mythology person. Like I love Ooh. like all of that. Who's type your favorite of god? Thing? Athena. Athena? Yeah. Which one is she? The goddess of war. Oh, right? that makes sense. That makes sense. I like Aphrodite. She's like a hunter. And oh. that's what I basically am. I want Oh yeah, you hunt, yeah. don't you? Bow. Did you say mow or bow? bow? Like a bow and arrow? Bow and arrow. Gotcha. I think shooting bows would be fun. Yeah. That's why I like Athena. Do you have a favorite serial killer? Who? <laughs> Honestly, I need to listen to more murder podcasts. You do. You need to prepare. <laughs> Honestly, like... <laughs> Part of why I listen to it is to be aware can my serial killer be from a TV show? Sure. Do you watch Riverdale? Uh, no. Oh, so then I'm not even going to say it. 
Well, say it. I might. Maybe somebody listening watches Riverdale, like your mom. Somebody's calling me. Um. 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 um, God. Oh yeah. Uh, they're called the trash bag killer. Trash bag killer. Yes. What the effing crap is a trash bag killer? So this guy, he murders everybody, but his mask is a trash bag. He like tapes a trash bag to him. How does he breathe? I think it's like, like sounds like he just suffocated. I think himself. it sounds like, like the dumbest so killer I've ever heard of. It's like an actual like hard mask, but he like decorated it as like a trash bag. If that makes sense, I'm but, so gonna Google this. Later. Um, he will murder people and like basically cut them apart in dismember. Like, yeah, dismember them. Gotcha. And put their pieces of their body in trash bags and lay them throughout like the town. That's and trash disgusting. cans, yeah, and really like, and so they call not well thought bag. out. No, but I mean, he hasn't been caught. Teeth, they're all there. He hasn't been caught. He hasn't been caught because it's a show. It's a show. I know, but the he's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Boise detectives could solve this one. He's creepy, but that, I don't know. That was dumb. That was really dumb. <laughs> it's okay, it's a TV I'm show. just gonna say it's Riverdale is. Like- <laughs> I'm going to say Riverdale is the dumbest freaking show ever, but it best. still has me so hooked. Like is that the one acting, that you like watch over and over and over the, again? Yes. And the acting, no, it's still like new seasons are slowly coming. It's oh. only in the sixth season, but the acting is God awful. Perfect. But it's got Cole Sprouse in it. I don't know if you remember those boys from nope. the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Names real bad at that. Cole Sprouse and Dylan Sprouse. They were Disney, Disney boys. I love Disney. I just aged myself with that 26 year old Disney oh, yeah. boys. You're so old. Well, they're no longer part of the Disney group. Okay. Well, I was back in Miley Cyrus time. Same. And so Literally you should. Literally when she was younger. So then you, you weren't even know alive, Dylan girl. and Cole. You weren't even alive. Yes, you should. You were not alive. I was too. No, you weren't. I was 10. I'm 30 set, 38. She's only like 30. Girl, no. I'm 26. She's like my age. No, she's not. I don't know. I could be wrong. I was like, I we're know. Googling You're this. You're going to Google it. I'm going to Google all right. this. So the show that I watch on repeat is Gilmore Girls. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Oh, my God. It's really cute. It's not like a serial killer movie or a mystery. Told you Miley Cyrus is only 29 years old. She's 30? Yep. No way. <laughs> she was born in 92. Mm. Well, maybe I was older when I watched Disney. That's I still watch it, so it's okay. Yeah, so then you should know the sweet life of Zach and Cody. I literally, oh, I do. Yeah, that's Cole Sprouse. He's in Riverdale. I don't care. He's one of the twins. I don't know. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care enough to figure it out. Riley's over here just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Riley is from SB Studios. He is. Riley. It's Ryland. Oh, Ryland. Come what did on. I call you? Riley? Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> you what? You can't go to Starbucks. They, they just give you the wrong I want to know how they spell it. The H is silent. Don't you have an H in it? Oh. Can they even hear you? No. <laughs> We're just talking to somebody. Oh, good. Good. Blank. That's fun. He said he can't go to Starbucks because they can't spell his name right. Yeah. I get an I in my name all the time. Anyways, we have in totally. Alyssa? Yeah. Where? Everybody puts A-L-I-S-S-A all the time. Who the hell does that? I get that it some so illiterate much. bitches. That is not how you spell your name. Anyways, we got totally off track and 
what track there is no track we didn't do an agenda well, we were trying to get to know each other and i was trying to get to know you i feel like i know of, Alyssa well yeah we just slowly got this to is know what me. happens when people try to get to know me on dates too you change the subject oh on yeah <laughs> i'm like i do not want to talk about myself tell me uh, about your favorite color what kind of car do you drive where's your dog do you have a cat what happened who's your parents oh biggest story of your life tell me and then i end up not talking about myself at all it's quite God. fun, but that's probably why I don't get a second date. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. I did. I did. I'm very self-aware, just not aware enough to care. I think I just don't get a second date because I can be a bitch sometimes. <laughs> Are you a bitch on dates? Don't be a bitch on dates. I don't mean to be, but... <laughs> it just pours out of your pores like sweat. It does because I get competitive when they ask about sports. And then it just turns I can a whole see nother that level. You. It I turns a whole even, nother level. I won't even talk sports with you, mostly because I can't like, compete. Don't do it because yeah. I will. Like that's where I think I get where I don't get a second date because like guys don't like girls who can talk more sports than they can. Um, some guys do. I'm not. I've that's yet a very to find that guy. <laughs> I've yet to find that guy. So until that happens, I will just, just be turned down every time. Well. I think you'll get several second dates as soon as I start fixing you up. I've we'll got so see. many ideas. We'll see. So many ideas. So I've only heard my of one. worst. <laughs> what's the worst like thing you've ever done on a date? Worst thing I've ever yeah. like worst date or worst thing I've ever Let's done do on both. a date. Um, my worst date. I hope he's listening. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know if this. What this guy does anymore? What is it? Um. This is when I lived in Kansas. Ah, so this was during COVID? Question mark Was it during the pandemic? Like, I don't when know. I, was locked in? I don't I know. I didn't even, know. You. I can't even remember. <laughs> um, so this is what happened. We, uh, I'm super outdoorsy, so I really wanted to go on a hike. He was super outdoorsy too, and so he's like, "Yeah, let's bring your dog, your dog, your dog, <laughs> your dog on a hike." And so we went to. We drove about. Uh, a half hour outside of town to go hiking at this uh, state park. Well, I'm bringing my dog. My dog is usually like really good off the leash. And so I just put on his collar and we call it good. And I got so distracted in conversation that I lost track of where my dog was. You lost your dog? Well, like normally like he stays by us, but he probably got hooked on a scent <gasps> and went in a different direction. Because we were just chit-chatting, and then all of a sudden I was like, where's my dog? <laughs> Literally, I felt like Search the- party. Oh, just just wait. Just wait. I'm like, where the hell is my dog? Where's Jackson? I'm calling him. I'm using his collar. I'm like, I can't track him because it's only a certain- Like, I don't have, like, I didn't bring my really good GPS tracker collar with me to Kansas because I didn't need it. I wish I had it. Because I literally could not find him and we ended up splitting up like on this date. We went in different directions to go track my dog, like oh my find God. him. That's hilarious. I ha luckily have service, cell phone service. And so did you lo lose your date? Did he like fall in a just, just wait. I, as soon as we split up, I immediately called my dad who lives in freaking Idaho. And yeah. I'm calling my dad. I'm like, dad, I don't know what to do. I don't know where Jackson is. He's not listening to me call him. He's not registering to the caller or anything. And he goes, okay, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. And he's like, I don't know. There's not much I can do. I'm literally in Idaho. And 
I'm literally having a mental breakdown. I'm crying. I am doing everything. And at one point, my dad was like, I'm driving. I'm in a drive. My dad started getting in his car and he's like ready to drive to Kansas to help me find my dog. Like he was like freaking out for me. And so then I'm like looking in a direction and I catch up to this road where a campsite was. And I was like, hey, have you guys seen a dog around here? And they're like, no, but we'll keep an eye out. And then I'm like walking. I'm starting to like trace my steps back to see if I run into my date. And we... I'm like walking and I didn't get a call from him. He's like calling me. He's like, hey, I just ran into some people. They said that there was a dog back this direction. So I'm going to walk that way. And so he did. And then he didn't see him. And then he found that car again. He goes, no, he went back to the truck. There's a dog by the truck now. And so he went to the truck. And what do you fucking know? My dog literally went all the way back to the truck. He must have sent my smell or like whatever Mm -hmm. and made his way back to where we started. And he sat there and weeded for us. This is your worst date? Yes. Because we never went on a date after that again because I was so horrified. I was like, I cannot meet this man. I feel like you need to go on some more dates. That doesn't sound that bad. (laughs) Losing your dog does not sound bad. Your dog was found. Okay, but if he wasn't, like, I literally was having a panic attack. And I was like, you didn't have fun at all. And I'm sure he didn't because he was feeling guilty. Your dog had the best time of his life. He's just over there tromping around in the bushes. But playing with ticks and shit. Me and my poor date were traumatized that we're like, we're never doing this again. We're never going on Did a date again. Did your dad make it all the way to Idaho? No. Or all the way to, no. where were you? Kansas. Kansas? Yeah. Holy crap. No. How long of a drive is that? It's 22 hours. Your dad is dedicated. <laughs> he was. He, like, I literally. I feel like my dad would have been like, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, like, my, <laughs> my dad was like, I started crying. My dad was like, literally got off the phone and started crying. He goes, I don't know what to do for her. Oh, man. My dad is my best friend. So, like, <laughs> I did have, I only once had a full mental breakdown with my dad on the phone. And my dad literally was like, I'm going to hire someone to kill this guy. Like, he <laughs> wanted to murder him. Yeah. But it's because I found out my boyfriend at the time, super toxic relationship, super duper toxic, which is my trend, um, was cheating on this girl that was bullying me all over the internet. And I found out because um, she wrote me this message and was like, hey, basically, I fucked your boyfriend. And I had this full mental breakdown after I talked to him because he of course admitted it and I remember I was like sitting in the corner of the hallway crying and I called him on the phone because we were supposed to meet up for drinks yeah and I was like not obviously not going and he literally was like putting it out there he's like how do I get this guy messed up like all this stuff it's like you cannot do that that is illegal you will go to jail (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's my only dad story Um, I want to hear your worst date though that's why we're on oh gosh my yeah, that wor- was my I've had worst so date. many bad dates. <laughs> then what's the worst thing you've ever done on a date? I left someone um, sitting at a restaurant. Told him I was going to the bathroom and just took off. <gasps> I love that. He was a dick. Um, <laughs> I would do it too then. like No, I, we t- were sitting at dinner and he kept interrupting me really bad. Like he'd ask me a question and then interrupt me. Yeah. And I hate when people do that. It's like if you don't want to know the answer, why are you asking the question? Yeah. Um, plus he was very chauvinistic. Like when we got there... I like Malbec. I'm a Malbec wine drinker. And he ordered me white wine. He didn't ask what I wanted, by the way. He said, oh, we're going to have the trout, so you should have white wine. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to have the pasta, pasta with Alfredo sauce. (laughs) And he did not like that. He got really offended. He wanted you to have Um, salad. Huh? He wanted you to have salad. No, he wanted me to have the trout. Like, but he, he was, I think it's a very old fashioned mentality that like, 
he is the man would like order my food for me and choose like a meal that he thinks I would enjoy. Well, he did which an effed up job at that. Which, yeah, I don't like trout. <laughs> well, actually, I do like trout. I don't know. It has to be cooked right. But like, I think it's an old fashioned mentality back in the days where like men do everything. Men for had you. the control over yeah. the women. No one has control over me. No man, no woman, no yeah. child, no nothing. Except for maybe my dog. But He's like, um, my dog. I think that his thought process was, you know, like, she'll really like this trout. Like, it's a really yeah. good dish. But in my book, it's like, hey, Jen, I've had the trout here and it's so good. I think you'd really like it. That's yeah. my recommendation. And then I probably would have gotten the trout, honestly. But you can't be like, you're having the trout because I'm going to be like, you're having shit sandwich like yeah. eat a mud pie if a man ordered no. food without me like yeah approving and he would if like so say you're on a date and this man just randomly goes because a waitress comes and asks for your order and he goes i'm gonna have this and she'll have that and if he said that i would have been like excuse me yeah, when did i say I, I wanted this oh i didn't say it like that i oh, was like I actually i'm gonna have the chicken yeah. alfredo that's basically pasta, what i would please. be saying and then when the, the waiter left, I remember the waiter felt so awkward. I remember him looking at me like, <laughs> just side eye, like, uh. uh. What the hell just happened? <laughs> and um, I also sent back the white wine because I'm a dick like that. And then afterwards, like, I think that he was a little embarrassed and a little offended. And so he just was very, like, aggressive about conversation yeah. and, like, dominating in his opinion. And I tried really hard. Like, you know me. I'm, I'm pretty mm -hmm. easy to talk to. And yeah. I kind of was like hey, you know, let's change the subject. If it got confrontational at all, I would be like, oh, you know, like I'd ask a separate question, but he wouldn't let it go. And so I finally was just like, this Alfredo is not worth it. I have Malbec at home. <laughs> and so I went to the bathroom and I was like, excuse me, you know, grabbed my purse, pretend I was on my period and went to the yeah. bathroom and uh, just took off. And then he texts me some choice words, which was pretty funny. And then I responded because when you cuss at me, and call me a B word. And I don't know why I'm censoring that. I've already said the F word so many times. But my response always when someone insults me is, okay, next. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, that's your opinion. I can't change it. Yeah. And so I think that antagonized him a little bit. So it became a bit of a texting war. That's so between dumb. Between him and himself. And then I ended up just blocking him. But I yeah. did run into him like Ooh, juicy. five months ago, six juicy. months ago. No, he didn't remember me. <laughs> And I was fine with it. You he left like, that good of an impression. He, no, he came up to my girlfriend and tried to hit on her. Oh. And I was just sitting there like. Yeah, I would have laughed I my ass off. I would have been that awkward person that's just like randomly bust out laughing. I was like holding my breath because I didn't want to make it weird. Because I didn't want him to remember me, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that's that bitch that left me in the <laughs> Asiago's <laughs> on my own in downtown Boise. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, that's my worst one. But lately I've been doing the online dating thing. And I think I told you about this guy that blocked me because I talked about murder. Something to know about me, what you will find out is she loves I murder. Guys, love she wanted researching serial killers and murders. And I'll like, be honest, guys. Cold case files, baby. You're, you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this. <laughs> she wanted to end our podcast with a no, murder don't question. Tell, don't tell. Don't well, we're not tell. doing it because I it's know. so creepy and I got dark. Vetoed. But yeah, she she wanted to. I told my to, friend that, and she was like, "Girl, no." Jen no. literally wanted to end the podcast with a random murder question. I want to know how you would murder me if you had to murder me. I want to know. <laughs> what if they but don't know you? So like, who cares? You have what to if know they had the to person of how to like murder them? Not necessarily. I think that's how I would do it. Like yeah, a I lot of know. murders are 
Well, actually, you're right. They're probably like best friends. But they stalk you. That's how they murder you. Always. Most of them, unless you're just a cold hearted, will kill anybody you see. Sis, who do you know that's a warm hearted murderer? None. Yeah. But I think that's like the (laughs) definition of a serial killer is a cold hearted dick. But, anyways, go back to the dating. I'm on Hinge. I'm unhinged and I'm on Hinge. Guys, I'm on Hinge too. Traditional. You can probably find me on Hinge. Whoop, whoop. I'll find her handle. We'll put it on the bio. Um, Do we have Hinge handles? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how think it works. so. You just really swipe, it. right? But I was talking to this dude and he was, we'd been messaging back and forth for like a week and I was watching a Ted Bundy documentary, you know, middle of the night because that's what single white girls do. And <laughs> I love that we're referencing each other as single white girls. <laughs> well, I think it's really single any girls, honestly. I don't think it's, you know. But anyways, um, he's like, what are you doing? And I said, hey, I'm watching a documentary on the serial killer, Ted Bundy. And he asked me how I would kill him. And so I told him. And he said, you guys are going to go on a second date, right? No, he said, hey, that's really creepy. And I was like, well, you fucking asked. And then he blocked me. And I was like, how do you block me when you asked a question? I just answered it. And he's the one watching the Ted Bundy. No, I'm the one watching Ted Bundy, not him. He was probably watching like, you know, Escape to Witch Mountain. I don't know. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't understand that I got blocked. I mean, he asked me how I'd kill him. I told him I'd put him in acid, spread out his body all over the U.S. states. I feel like it's just logical. (laughs) (laughs) Too far? That is the darkest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) How are we on time over there? I feel like we are over an hour. Oh my gosh. Did you? We are at 57 minutes. I'm amazed that I like honed in on that we have we just kept two going min- three minutes i can't do math four minutes to say goodbye well so long farewell sorry guys if you've been listening uh, my nose is so stuffy my allergies are so bad so if yeah, you've she been had to bring kleenex me, in here she was gonna cry if she really wanted to cry today and i was like why do you want to cry so bad no i didn't want to thank cry. you for not crying but thank you for telling me all your story i really enjoyed it thank you for telling me as much as you did i know i'm a closed book <laughs> you are you're I prefer i'm an open book you're a closed book i'm an open book i will literally talk about anything and everything Clearly, i'll talk about like you I've, anything and everything i've talked about my family yeah i like it <laughs> i've talked about me like i'm an open book i'm not afraid of it so final question are you ready for it it's yeah. not going to be about murder i'm ready for it are you excited to do this podcast i am i'm ready to get to know people on a deeper level and i'm, I'm ready to get to know this next person I you guys are going to so be super excited. excited aaron has such a cool story he has such a cool story I'm and i hope excited. he tells us all of it i mean he's definitely been through some weird shit in his life and I hope he gets fully weird with it. This will be the first time I'm hearing his story, so. Good. That's why I invited you. I wanted you to have that oh, yeah. initial reaction. Is that, is that why? <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, people. Hint, hint. <laughs> I wish well, they could anyways, see us. I really wish they. We, I know. We had, like, the visual podcast. Like, the I video don't. podcast. I'm planning to do this in my sweatpants moving forward. But either way, I think we're out of time. So, yeah. uh we will see we will not see anyone we will see Aaron we will see Aaron and we hope you guys keep listening and uh, with that thank you guys do all the cool things with your life yeah thank you for listening to our obnoxious selves and and thank you Alyssa yeah for telling me all your secrets thank you Jen thank you all right signing off signing off 
Thank you for listening to Phone Booth Cold Calls with Jen. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Signing off.